0: Welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode 223 for Friday, November 5th, 2021. The Optional Podcast is a show all about video games and how they connect to the world around us, recorded each week from New York City, and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. And right into your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo, and I'm not joined by my one and only co-host, Cam Brewster, because this week, uh, my brother, my compadre, my co-host, is making his way down from the ISS uh, to the great state of California. I decided to call on a couple friends instead to discuss the big old release on the horizon. Joining me to discuss all things Forza Horizon 5 via satellite from Bracago is good friend of the show Khalif Adams of the Spawn On Me podcast and... From my old stomping grounds, the homie Ari Notice, staff writer at Kotaku, joins in on the conversation too. So uh, yeah, make sure you stick around and listen to that. And uh, I also reached out to the Fanbite and optional Discord for any questions you might have had about the game that I can do my best to try to answer. And wowzers, did y'all deliver? Um, So stay tuned for after the chat to hear me talk about some stuff that maybe I can help out with. And you know, also hear my non-gaming recommendation for the week. It's a returning recommendation that i've feel like i've definitely talked about before but anyway in the meantime why don't we go talk some motorsports
1: all right gentlemen thank you for joining me Khalif. how's it going Sadate on the Tippy Talk. Happy to be rocking with you, fam. It's been it's been way too long. Uh, yeah, but now we get a chance to, to make it happen. I'm excited to chat today. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for thanks for joining
0: joining me today. And uh also, Ari, how you doing? Hey man, how's it going? I'm doing pretty well. Uh
2: yeah, thanks for thanks for having me on here.
0: Yeah, of course. Of course. It's a special occasion. These these things only happen once every few years. Well, at least now once every few years, since this one took an extra year to come out. But um yeah, today we're we're just chatting about some Forza Horizon five and and uh Ari and I have, have uh, got our reviews out. I know, Kyle, you are still, still you still still got yours in the oven. I'm still waiting on that one. I can't wait to read it and, and watch it and hear about it. But um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to, to talk Forza because I I have been on a personal sort of uh, vision quest over the last 10 or 11 months of really, really jumping in, you know, head first into racing games and simulation games and um, specifically, you know, uh, racing simulation games on, on a wheel and stuff. So for me, this kind of hit at the perfect time and it was announced back in, I think, like June or August, I forget, somewhere in the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I just kind of want to get a take uh, uh, from you guys of like what your sort of familiarity and and history with racing games uh, are. So, Cobb, maybe I'll start with you, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, you know, me, I dip in and out of of car racing games. I I play a lot more kind of arcadey stuff and then we'll dip into more simulation things here and there um I've, i'm familiar with a couple of the different uh forza games you know i dipped into her the last horizon um and then the previous forza kind of it's always interesting how they how they delineate right it's like horizon versus forza right, regular right. um uh, <laughs> you know uh but but yeah like i have a, a pretty good handle on what you know, turn 10 and and what they've been trying to do for the past couple of iterations has been. And it feels like right now, when I think about not only what uh, playgrounds has been doing with, with this title, but also like where it kind of lands in the like game dev cycle for what this generation looks like. Mm. That to me is what makes this super, super interesting and really, really cool. So yeah, I have, I have my hands in, in on at least one part of the wheel. Uh, when it comes to uh, the Forza series, for sure.
0: Yeah, you got you got your other arm on the window. You're just cruising. You
1: just you just yeah. You know, nice you know what Sunday I'm saying? Drive. Dog hanging out this at the window, oh. chilling. You know, sun sun hitting the the back of my my bald head. Hopefully, hey, listen as a
0: as a fellow bald king, I appreciate it. Just make sure you know get a little SPF on. Make sure you <laughs> dry, dry up too much. Um, that, that's that's awesome. Yeah, it's interesting too. like in, in addition to where it fits in the dev cycle side of things with this generation. It's also interesting seeing how it hits just in general, because in the past, like I, I would say even several months, we've had some really strong contenders in the arcade racing space, uh, like more specifically games like Hot Wheels Unleashed and Cruise and Blast. And you know, I'm sure there's a couple others that I'm going to forget, but it, it, I'm, I've kind of been, you know, hungry for these kinds of experiences for a while now, and, and they, they all seem to be coming in, in waves, and, and we got Gran Turismo right around the the corner. But um, Ari, how about you? What's your experience with with racing games and and, and these kinds of experiences?
2: Um, my deep dark secret is that like I don't really play racing games that much. How uh, oh, dare I know, you? <laughs> I know I don't mean to break your heart like that. Um, <laughs> I, I I played Forza Horizon four, um, kind of on a whim. Year and was like, holy shit, this is like the coolest thing ever. So when when they announced this <laughs> game, I I got very excited and um wanted to give it a try. So I'm very happy I did. I I enjoyed every minute of it, and uh, yeah, but but I don't think I've played a racing game since. When was Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2? Was that like 2004 or something? It's, it's, yeah, it's been it's been a long time. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, yeah, I got a kick ago. out of this one. So, yeah. Like, I saw, for instance, that, that in your review, you, you know, were <clears throat> playing on expert or highly skilled. And I'm on, I think, below average or average. <laughs> so that should give you an idea of how <laughs> how unfamiliar I am with, with how these games play. But
0: Yeah, yeah and look, I don't want to brag, but I'm also
1: playing with manual and clutch. Oh. Look, I don't, you know. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. so see, you know. See the- But here's the thing is like you're you're single handedly changing the narrative about New York drivers by doing it that way. It was single handedly showcasing to the world that you know how to drive when they say all New Yorkers don't know how to drive.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I've also been blessed to have grown up both in the city and then also out in the in the suburbs. As I like mm. to call it, so you know you kind of need a car out there to, to drive. I also got a lot of experience doing production assistant work with 15 passenger vans in Manhattan, in Brooklyn. So, oh wow! So yeah, I got. I listen, listen. I'm uh, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this, as I like to say. <laughs> uh, but enough about me. Uh, in terms of you know when it was initially announced for Forza Horizon Five. Uh, I I know for me personally, I was like, oh, shit, it's in Mexico. Let's fucking go. I know that the series originally started, I believe, in like Colorado or something. So there's similar vibes there in terms of like certain biomes and, and locales and stuff. But for me, obviously, as someone who's Latin American, I was very like, "Fucking finally!" You know, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dying. I'm, I'm so hungry for more experiences set in Latin America that you know that aren't Far Cry. Um, <laughs> that you know, just like really, really try to go out of their way to to celebrate and and lean into what's cool about a space. And Forza does that so well. I mean, it's, it's done it so well in the past, even with even with the UK. Um, so like, it's to me, I was I was pumped about. The, the, the setting of it all and and um how, how did you, how did you feel about it Ari? Were, were you sort of like i know you said that you just jumped into four similar actually to me because i i haven't played from three to the first one uh, i'm i'm a bit of a I'm sorry. I apologize to everybody. I haven't done it, but um, how, how did you feel about uh, the game being set in Mexico?
2: Yeah, so like I was talking to my, my, my colleague John Walker today, and he he played four. I was like, I don't get why people are, are freaking out about this. Like, it's just the UK. It's it's, it's totally normal. And like you know, um, <laughs> I, I think I read somewhere that like Forza Horizon Four is basically just like The Witcher with cars. Like you're just driving, and it's like kind of like it's yeah, beautiful, basically. but like you know, it's, it's it's. But like, oh man, Mexico is so goddamn beautiful in this game, and it's like i i was just like speechless the entire time at every single frame you got like these beautiful white sand beaches and just like oh man it, it, it is just a gorgeous game from from tip to tail and I, I, I was i was overjoyed just kind of you know driving around uh the, the, the whole thing so sorry there are people yeah. right outside the, the office i'm gonna mute myself real quick <laughs> so it's I all good it's in. all
0: good um hello to my my, my geo compatriots uh <laughs> Kyle, how about you? What do you think about the what, or what do you think about the setting so far? Having you know now spent some time with the game,
1: it's one of those things, right? Where it's like if you've never traveled to a place, you kind of hope to get some semblance of a you know a vibe of where a place is and 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 the kind of feelings that go along with it. Not only from like a <clears throat> personal experience perspective, but from a voyeuristic perspective of like, ooh, if I were ever to go here, does this kind of match what I? had an expectation for at least or what the digital representation is from, from what we see. I remember having that very uh, specific s- experience when I first went to LA for the first time and had, hadn't, hadn't actually gone before, but had played GTA and was yeah. like, "Oh wow, this is what Cali is supposed to look like. And oh crap, I'm now here. And it actually looks like that. Yeah. Um, my, my plan is to ask my wife uh, who had actually took a trip to Guanajuato uh, a couple of years ago, um, like what her, you know how much of it kind of matches up of to, to what they see. It's I know it's not a one to one like you're doing in flight sim, but uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, but it is one of those like you know inspired by kind of things. Yeah, um, it just feels like it, it just gives again like this other layer to what games can be, and I feel like when you get a chance to have a game like this express the kind of beauty of a space, uh, that makes you want to go visit um that that is nailing what i feel like these digital experiences can be and it feels like forza is is pulling that in not only just through the locales but through their choice of music for the space and their choice mm-hmm. of sounds for the space and and just like even you know flora and fauna kind of things of just like right. oh my god like this is so gorgeous so yeah it's i feel like they're nailing all that stuff yeah like didn't yeah they, even down oh, sorry sorry go ahead, no, go ahead. like
2: didn't they render the like cactuses needles i was just about to say like right. <laughs> yeah, i was like,
0: just about to say like down to the needles on the cacti yeah, in the even desert even though you're speeding
2: by it at 200 miles an hour like it's still like the level of detail and care and attention that they put in here is, is so apparent at, yeah <laughs> um, yeah.
0: yeah that that's kind of what i i've always appreciated at least about forza horizon 4 and now 5 i think 5 is definitely going to be the one that i stick with just because uh obviously it's on current gen hardware it's got the nicest looking graphics and have have um what are y'all playing on are you playing on uh like the graphics mode or the performance mode
2: oh i feel like an idiot now i didn't even realize there were two different ones oh no (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm playing on series x though and it looks very pretty if that helps Uh, i
1: think it defaults to graphics okay then yes yeah yeah yep i'm I'm playing on graphics as well Um, it's also interesting because when you go from, so I've been playing on both the X series X and on PC Mm. and my God on PC, like fully, fully blown out on, on my big ridiculously sized monitor. Dang. Uh just brag is, about it. it. Yeah. So I mean, me you know what I'm back. saying? It's not like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, I'm just saying, you know, 49 inches. Okay. Okay. Oh <laughs> right, anyway, it. anyway <laughs> it is It is a really pretty experience, right? <laughs> and I think like, I think the thing that people, and even when I, I uh, I've been playing it on the X, mostly on a big TV. Uh, I've been swapping between Xbox Series S and PC and the S holds up extremely well, too, which is, again, oh, like... Nice just an interesting conversation about like how well they've optimized this game to work across multiple parts of the Xbox ecosystem. Mm. Um, and they just, again, like they are brilliant at what they're doing. Cause you can get what 20, you can get 1440 P out of an Xbox series S and it looks good.
2: But also like, oh, doesn't man. the S have a smaller file size? Cause you don't have to do those, those, those 4k graphics. Yeah. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. not 104 gigabytes or whatever on your, your...
1: Mm-hmm. but you couldn't like, to be fair. Like I think when I was trying to capture footage for it, I was using that initially. And the S initially, and the small details that you kind of see that are, that are a big leap between the S and a PC version of it are really about the small details. It's really about, you know, what the speed kind of convey, what, Ooh. what, you know, when you zoom in, when you go into photo mode of like, are you seeing the droplets on stuff Do you see the, the reflections in certain parts of the, the, the lighting stuff, like some of those things kind of, kind of are, are lesser because of that, but it's not a bad experience at all on an Xbox Series S if you're running on something like that. So people should be really excited for that. That is cool.
0: And, and, and I guess to add to that discussion, I feel like what excites me as someone, as a car, you know, sim driving pervert on on PC as well, like I'm so excited about the prospect of my save just kind of carrying over from my Xbox to, to, to my PC and, and you know, and vice versa, because the the sort of this Perfect future of literally the play anywhere you know feature that Xbox has been you know advertising for forever. For me, I, I, at some points, was like ah, I don't I don't really see the point of it. I, I mean, I guess I'll stick to one or the other. But the fact that I'll be able to bounce back and forth and have you know what will ultimately be two different experiences because. On PC, I'm definitely going to be taking a little bit more serious. I'll I'll turn some assists off, and Mm. I'll I'll play on the wheel with my manual shifter and my little and my pedals and stuff. I'm going to have like a real good time making noise in my living room to my (laughs) partner's light, (laughs) I'm sure. And then uh, and then on 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 the couch on the TV side of things, like like Ka, you mentioned a second ago, there there is something nice about being able to sit on the couch with my you know with the also with that. That Xbox headset that came out a while ago—that's really clutch. Actually, the fact yeah. that it also compared to your phone at the same time, like, there are just like little, like, tiny decisions that I feel like have been made over the past couple years. I guess at this point, where I haven't even realized that some of these features would be like legit game changers. I mean, e- even down to even though on this game it doesn't work so well, but I'm hoping that'll get a patch. But even the like quick resume stuff for me, at least for Forza Horizon 4, was an absolute game changer because I would just keep that on suspend like indefinitely while I played other shit and then hop back into Forza. And like that's ha- that's basically how I got through the game. If I had to like restart that game every time. Yeah, those load, load I, are rough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would do that. But um, I guess, it, uh, you know, kind of moving the conversation along a little bit, I, I do want to get I mean, I I, Ari, I read your review this morning. At, literally at like three AM because I couldn't sleep. Oh, read embargo.
2: Was,
0: <laughs> yeah, read <and> embargo <laughs> right there. Mm-hmm. Swish at the buzzer. Um, but I, you know, for folks who haven't read it yet, which which you should go check it out at Kotaku.com. Um, what are your sort of overall thoughts on on Forza Horizon Five in terms of like you know, as, as someone who doesn't really uh engage with racing games on you know on the level that i do because i'm again a car pervert what are your overall thoughts on on forza horizon 5 uh
2: yeah i'm gathering as you saw from the review i spent three thousand words trying to figure that out and (laughs) (laughs) so it's Mm -hmm. tough but it's just i don't know man it's just so fun like it's just a fun fucking game and like every every single thing you do in it is just um you know like it's just fun, and I, I, you know, I play a lot of games for work. That's part of uh, part of the the, the job. Um, and, brag about uh, it, <laughs> <wow>. no? This <laughs> living the dream <laughs> sounds like it sounds like it sounds like a brag, but um, you know, these no, no, it's work. It is work, right? And it's like this is the first game I have played all year where it didn't feel like work. Like I played like thirty hours in six mm. days, and like didn't even realize it. It just flew by, and uh, I, I I enjoyed every second of it. And when I like went to look at the tally at the end. Uh, it hit me, and I was like, "Wait, what? I played that much, and, and wasn't upset about it. What?" <laughs> and like, uh, yeah. I, I so I, it's just yeah. The first time it hasn't really felt like a job all year. Um, yeah,
0: is, and, is and really those sta- those stats are also like very. You know, comprehensive too. It, it snitches on you on everything. It's like, here's how many times you crashed. Uh, <laughs> here's how long you played and all that stuff. Here's the here's your most expensive car. It's like, damn, Forza don't don't put my information out like this for people to see. Um, <laughs> but uh, Kyle, how about you? Like, what are your overall takes so far on on your Forza
1: Horizon Five experience? I mean, it's always one of those interesting things where I feel like for me. <clears throat> it's always a lot of kind of uh, information overload, right? Where you wind up getting so many things thrown at you in the beginning. It's a little bit daunting. Um, I do. I I will say of any video game that I've played in the racing genre, Forza horizon five has literally the best opening sequence to a game that I've ever seen in a racing game. And I feel like that layer of, variety in vehicle variety in locale variety in music you know when you hit that freaking lambo when it drops out of the out of the <laughs> the, the, the plane the plane <laughs> and then that drum and bass hits yeah like yo like that was <laughs> I've pl- so like interestingly enough during the preview version of the the game kind of being out we had some 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 preview preview access to it and you couldn't save anything, so you had oh. to kind of continue to play through as much as you could to kind of capture your impressions. And I didn't know that, so I thought my bro- I thought my bill was broken. So I was like, "Why is this bill oh. broken? I can't save anything." Um, but I'd had to go through the initial opening sequence every time, Hunky. and every I never got sick of it. Whoa! It was I, it was it was a thing where I was just like, "Oh, I can't wait to get in this Lambo and hit that German base again," because it just <laughs> felt. So good yeah. at the way that it kind of pulled all of that stuff together that you you know it wasn't as annoying as I expected it to. But I do think for folks who are coming to this again as potentially their first version of of, of Forza Horizon, you're probably coming into the best version that there's ever been. Like you're you're just going to have so many things you're going to be able to do. And the thing I love is that it's not pressuring you in the way that Ari talked about it. It's like it is a fun experience. It's is a thing that you don't have to feel like. Oh, I have to hit these missions because X, Y, and Z. I can literally just go drive around and go see what's going on and, and run into things, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which feels great. Like I d- I've never felt pressured to do anything. On the on the flip side of that, though, as a person who needs direction, that's the thing that fucks with me a lot. With Horizon games, is like you uh. don't. I, I I am looking for the the like go here, do this, do that kind of thing. Um, and there isn't really a super, or at least from what I'm seeing so far, like a progression tree, they have it in within certain yeah. events, but like, if you're going to see the like full experience of this thing, there isn't a really directional route that it's showing you to go through or like a loop to go through, uh, that's like, do these things and you'll get the like optimal version of the experience. So I think that that for people is going to be a little bit daunting, but I think in terms of the overall parts of what they're trying to do, they're nailing this with this game.
0: Yeah, that was one of my, I think my only major complaints about the game and this extends to Forza 4 as well. Like my time spent with Forza 4 was that as somebody who also spends a lot of time in other racing sims, I I can feel the difference between games that assume, you know, um, what the, you know, where to go and what to do and also just how to drive, like the basics of how to drive and how to get better at driving, specifically in racing. And, uh, you know, like Gran Turismo has like driving school, you know, it, ha- it, it teaches mm-hmm. you like, here's what centrifugal force is and here's how to apply brakes and what, all that kind of stuff, which for some people might be a bit too much, but I don't think, I don't think Forza necessarily needs that. But I agree. I think, uh, one of my major complaints was that like, I, I do think in addition to the information overload, overload that comes with all those icons on the map and, and uh, even just the menus themselves have gotten a bit cleaner this time around. I'll give them credit for that. It's definitely an improvement over four. But um, I, I do wish there was some sort of feedback system that at least told you, you know, where what are some areas you could be improving? What are some things that that, you know, you could... Because I I always have the problem with Forza Horizon game with well, Forza Horizon four and, and now five, where I float between highly skilled and expert and and I I'm either killing it on one or I'm getting smack like you know smacked in the other one like I, I can't mm. there's like no middle ground and there's no way for me to understand like what am I doing wrong? That doesn't require me then going to like YouTube or or doing my own set of research, finding guides out there, which you can find at (laughs) Um, (laughs) Vampire.com. So like, you know, that kind of stuff for me is is a a bit of a a thing. I have a a little bit of an asterisk I have to give to folks in terms of like, you know, what to expect. But you're right. There is a bit of that, you know, um, I guess confusion that can come with it. Although I will say for me, I love... Any lack of direction—it's mm-hmm. actually how I travel too. Like when when I go to a place, I I don't—I have a bit of an itinerary, but I like to just get lost and I like to explore things. I like to find things on my own, like on the way back. That's how, basically how I played Breath of the Wild. Like for me, that that game is like a masterpiece. But um, Ari, how about you? How did you feel about just the general lack of handholding and and just a you know sort of not only information overload but like sort of you know, analysis paralysis that kind of comes with this game where you're not entirely sure where to go next or what to do with your car or, you know, like, especially for folks who, like you mentioned earlier, aren't aren't as invested in, like, I'm going to change my suspension and my, you know, my air intake for my engine and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think the handling is super necessary. It's, like, kind of what I liked about the intro sequence, which, again, it's, it's so cool. I wish I could play it over and over and over again. Um, but, like, <laughs> yeah. it's everyone who plays a video game kind of knows that, like, you know... You hold the right trigger That's how you go you hold the left trigger and so you stop and like so you don't, you don't really need instruction there especially if you've played a game before um and i don't know i mean i guess there's a lot on the map right like uh, hundreds of icons that clutter everything but i found it pretty helpful to just kind of like pull up the, the list of icons and then just turn everything off and kind of just yeah you know just go and then like you end up in a thing and it's like oh you can enter this race and then you enter the race and then you end up in a different location at the end and then Another race there and you just go in that one and then you know you make your way around the map that way and uh yeah that's kind of how i approached it uh I, I just kind of wandering until i found a destination as opposed to kind of finding the end and I, I think that like the lack of strict direction encourages you to get lost a bit uh which is, is very nice i mean what there's what 580 roads on this on this map like Oof. If you you know yeah. if you have a strict a strict route, then like you're not going to see all those, and there, there's there's so much shit to see. So yeah, um, I don't know. I think it's it, it the fact that it lets you customize that is, is very helpful for for being open to however you want to play it. More games more games should take note. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would, I would definitely say get used to opening your map and hitting that right bumper to to filter things out because w- once you clear stuff, it just kind of stays there and clutters up the map. But yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's a lot of the same way that I approached something like Breath of the Wild, where I, I turned off the HUD and I wasn't really using waypoints. I was just kind of wandering and getting lost. And um, I know, I know a lot of folks are probably going to draw comparisons to that game, but I, I I also find a lot of similarities between Forza Horizon Five. And something like uh like a Tony Hawk game, where it's like you're same, in the middle, <laughs> yeah, you're in the middle of this giant map, and there's even ramps everywhere there there's just so much to do at every turn that like uh, you know like like you said, it definitely does help to just wander and and just see what's out there, just like whatever catches your eye, even just like just floor it towards that thing, and chances are there's probably something to do around there, even um. But yeah, I guess uh, I, I guess you know. In addition to all of our thoughts on the map, I am I am curious just because I, again I am I, I love I love me some cars. Cod, um, <laughs> do you have any favorites that you that you've got a chance to, to drive in the game so far?
1: Fam, I have a pink warthog.
0: Oh, oh the warthog! <laughs>
1: I have a pink warthog. Fam, do you guys do you guys, do you guys like the warthog? What do you what do you feel about the warthog? <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. What? I love how dumb and it's stupid so the fact dumb. That, that thing is. It's so dumb, <laughs> it's but so I love. I love that they're doing. Oh, I love it. Those kinds of crossovers and having that stuff because they had this in a previous game. Yeah, I think.
2: Yeah, I think it was definitely um, in four. But,
1: but uh, yeah. So here's the interesting thing because I forgot that it was in four, mm-hmm. and because they have your driver tars, right. uh, which they, that need, that needs a rebranding ASAP. It's a very <laughs> yeah, cumbersome yeah. word. Uh, driver tars <laughs> needs a, a rebrand ASAP. Yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I'm driving through and I see uh, I'm not going to say his name, but I'll say from from one of the folks who runs Xbox Social
2: uh,
1: drives past me in a in a, in a in a warthog. And I'm like, what? what? Like, I forgot. That the, like, Oh, OK. I see y'all flexing. I was like, oh, this is some flex move because y'all work at Xbox. You got some special car movement. And so they just throw they just gave y'all a Forza uh, warthog. So word I know I forgot it was in the game. Then I go back and look in the game. And I was like, oh, that's right. It's, they do have one. I was like, I have to go cop one of these. I snack because you get like uh, if you're in, uh, I think in one of the versions of whatever you uh, of the game you get, you get like a token to buy a car. Um and I used that token to go get the (laughs) Warhawk to go. Okay, wait. So you had a free token for any
2: car in the game, cars that cost fifteen million credits, and you wasted it on a one that costs seven hundred thousand that you can't even drive (laughs) in a straight line because it's a fucking Warhawk. Hell
1: yeah! (laughs) Hell yeah! Because I don't, I don't care. I don't care about no dag on RSX. Blah blah blah. Again, that's one of that's one of those things of like I'm a I'm a person who rode the train forever, so I am not a uh, I'm not a car nut. If you're like, oh, I'm like that one has really pretty lines and it was gonna is look was gonna look really cool when I put stuff on it. Like that's the way I pick cars in in Forza. Um, until yeah. until until Paul sits me down and was like, no, no, fam, <laughs> this is the reason why you need this car.
0: Yeah, um, you, you need the '93 McLaren F1, man. Come on, what do what we? That's fifteen. I was like, wait,
1: million. I mean, look, I'm still waiting for them to put in the big butt Nissan Murano. Like that's the car I want. <laughs>
0: The like Murano?
1: That's what, yeah, that's the one I want. I want the big booty orange uh, uh, Nissan Murano because that's the one I remember because it looked like it had a big ass on it. It just looked yeah, like flies well, and a butt. You know, so I was like God, – God, God's working up. on everybody. So God, listen. You know, uh, you know. See? See, this what I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah. I think I think that – I mean, that car – I mean, there's – again, like for me as a person who is not a car nut, I think I'm looking for speed. I'm looking for things that feel like they are uh, going to work in certain biomes. Uh, things that are going to kind of like evoke, uh, nostalgia. Like there was a great Pontiac firebird in there that I was like, oh man, like Ooh. I remember that car. Like that's almost, you know, oh, there's a DeLorean here. Oh, I'll, I'll figure out a way to get a DeLorean at some point. Right. Just to go see what it looks like when you pop the, when you pop the doors on it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm seeking out both, uh, uh, influence from other folks because I'm trying to think about liveries that I want to want to make at some point. And then also stuff that's just going to look pretty when you take pictures for it in and, and photo mode. So like uh, oh, balancing photo mode is so good. pretty. <laughs> it's so, so good. Yeah. It's so good. So good.
0: I, I took an absurd amount of photos that I only picked like, you know, a few of the best ones. I, I'm i gonna saving those. I might save those, put those on ice for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I noticed um, that like
2: in both of our reviews and, and I think some other ones that I read too, it's like obviously the best practice is to use like press shots, but no one is using press shots for this game. They're all like, oh, I'm just using no. it because it's so good. And you just get like such yeah. beautiful, like, it looks like they're bull shots, and they're not. Like it's just it's yeah, nope. it's a very good photo mode.
0: So yeah. Also, I got fan bite on the
1: license plate,
0: so I, you know I gotta I gotta
1: See, represent. Damn, a that was what a good idea. Win? I That's, put Zoom it's on. Hard. Mine. <laughs> so, it's it's uh, hard to get. It's hard to get those yeah. in the room. What'd way. you put on yours, Gab? I'm curious. Spawn on one. That's good. Okay. okay. Nice. Spawn on one is is mine. Um, I was That's I good. was like I need to get this weird layer of thing i need another letter get <laughs> yeah one more me. character <laughs> yeah this is character um, i just need one more gosh darn it
0: yeah no i i i think it, it's interesting because you you touched on it a little bit car but there is a sort of like car meet uh vibe to the game that i'm gonna he- lean into so heavily in terms mm-hmm. of like you know when i drive past you or you at least you see my dra- my guitar in a race or something i want to make sure that i have like my coolest shit like in in terms of like how i mod my car how i paint Mm the car what kind of liveries i put on there like i i want you know there is a sort of um cosmetic appeal to it that for me uh hits way harder than something like destiny or something where i'm not necessarily seeing that stuff all the time but like you mentioned with with photo mode and and even just racing out with the camera outside of the vehicle um you get to see that stuff. You get to show it off. And, and, um, you know, there, there is that sort of that peacocking element to, to Forza and and just Mm. car culture in general that, that I love so much. But, um, Ari, did you, did you, did you let me know what cars were some of your favorites? Oh man.
2: I, do you have any faves? Uh, I should, I should, I have, have, I should have written this down. Um, I'm going to say not the Warhog uh, explicitly, because it's yeah, very, <laughs> wow. very, very difficult to drive. I bought it. I spent like, <laughs> I had like 800,000 credits. I spent 700,000 of them on this Warhog, And then I tried to win a race and I couldn't. And I kept driving off the map. It was very, 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 it drives like a, yeah. like a real Halo Warhog, which is to say that it's very difficult for me.
1: But um, it just like tears through everything. It does. Oh it does. God. I mean, you can't jump off of anything with it, but you but you can drive really straight Yeah,
2: it's uh,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: basically Master Chief at his at his at his best and his worst in there. But uh, I, I had a, a Limbo Hurricane that I really liked. Um, I think that was the one on the cover. Of, was it three or four? It was like a cover car from a couple um, forces ago. That sounds
0: right. But
2: yeah, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you're, you're a Lambo kind and of I see.
2: I, okay. You could put like a wood livery on it. It's just the other stupidest possible thing that's just so silly so <laughs> in this game. And it's like, this car would shatter if you tried to drive it. It's, um, so yeah. I, I obviously did that. Uh, yeah.
0: Let me make this Lambo look like a station wagon yep. from the late 80s. Exactly. Uh,
1: which which um, version of IKEA wood do you want this to look like?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, what's uh, the what's, what's yeah, car? My, you know, I I have several. I mean, I I won't get into them all. I mentioned the my F one, or I'm sorry, my uh, yeah yeah my 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 F one car, but like but my, my McLaren car specifically. But um, I I'm partial to like especially off road stuff mm-hmm. and and more like road track stuff. I like the Evo. The, I have a '99 Evo that I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm I'm trying to get the Trueno, which is the '86. For folks who who know it, there's like a there's a way to to get it doing some challenges and stuff. But I, I have a you know, a Fairlady Nissan Z that I love a lot. I have a 91 BMW M3 that I also really love a lot. I, 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 I'm partial to like 90s and 2000s cars because growing up, that's kind of what I thought was the coolest thing in the world. So now that they're in this game and I can just sort of buy them using fake credit and and just trick them out without spending a dime in real life is is, you know, it definitely scratches a childhood itch that I, i'm just like i this is like a dream come true for me so um it's fun it's fun for that on on that side of things but um
1: paul are you driving with like damage on because that's the thing that i've also been debating of like do i want because i'm I'm bad like i will i'm hitting that rewind button as hard as oh, i can yeah. all the time I'm quite bad as well oh um, <laughs> but are you driving with like damp full damage on so you mean like it actually
0: affects your performance mm-hmm so no, not not on console. But when I switch over to PC, which I, I need to figure out because I still haven't really had time to like, you know, tinker with it. But when I switch to PC, I'll probably turn that off. Cause I, I mentioned it earlier, but I'm gonna turn off a couple more assists and stuff because I'm gonna have just, you know, a little bit greater control on the on the wheel side of things than I wouldn't have on like a you know, a little dinky analog stick. So I'll probably will turn it on maybe here and there just to just to try, because in F1, the F1 2021 that just came out not too long ago. Uh, You can also race like that. You can, you you know, there are, um, difficulty settings that allow you to like, if you crash, you crash and that's it. You can also rewind of course, but the added tension and the added sort of like discipline of like, yo, I I don't have that, uh, that out. If I crash, it makes you a little uh, more prone to, to racing a little cleaner. And I was talking about it actually earlier on the stream with, uh, Mike Williams, shout out to Mike. And, um, he was saying that, like, yeah, when I drive, I'm smashing into cars and stuff. And I think for me, it's I even without even without damage on, I still tr- tend to drive a little cleaner, just because I <laughs> I guess it's that like that muscle memory that like, oh, don't don't ruin your suspension, Paul. Like, you don't want to do that right now. It's like mm-hmm. three quarters of the way through the race. Um, so yeah, I, I probably will once I switch over to PC and I'm on my wheel, but um. Yeah, I guess you know, in terms of like, we kind of covered everything in terms of what I wanted to discuss. But were there any other like features or things that we can touch upon that you might want to quickly give a shout out or or, or talk about? Maybe uh, maybe Kyle, I'll start with you.
1: I'm just really excited to see the road filled with more people. Like, I think you know, I think that's one of those things. Where like when you, the blessing and the curse of getting access early is like you see stuff in in its not fullest um, form yet, especially for games that are online capable or online necessary in some of those ways. Um, and it's, I, I do, I don't remember if there is a way to determine if you can, uh, s- like if you can tell if a person is a driver tar or not, uh, I think there's a way to do it. I just don't remember what it, what it is because I was seeing people who I had in my lists and other people too, that I was like, why is Phil Spencer driving around <laughs> right now? Why can't I see them? I was oh. like, I don't know, like, did I have friend Phil Spencer? Like, do, do I, <laughs> or is, why is he in my game? I was happy, I was excited, because he had a dope car, but I was also just like, is that actually him right now, or Spencer is just his driver's car? Yeah, right? Like, you know, <laughs> the world just opens up and it turns into a plane, like, right as, right as Republic. Um, <laughs> but, but I, I love, I love those aspects. Again, like, I like silly, stupid stuff, right? Of just like, I felt like the customization of your character was fantastic uh it, it needs some work of course with hair and all the other kind of stuff and, and skin tones like every other content uh uh creator, creation uh engine needs but i think like you know i got a dope sister with blue hair with some blue with some blue dreads rocking running around in a, in a pink warthog like that feels great oh, yeah. um And also small things like they keep bringing back things like the wheel spins. Like I love those, like uh, it feels satisfying to do things like that. Those kind of uh, events where you have uh, everyone kind of, you know, playing towards a goal. Like I'm excited to see how those wind wind up happening and and kind of coming up. And then just like, again, the music that they've decided to pick for this, for this title just feels spot on for the, for the event. Like it just feels like it, it, it vibes really well with all the things that it's kind of touching. Um, and that to me is is super exciting to to see they've kind of continued to go down that route.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, Ari, how about you? Is there anything else you wanted to maybe shout out about the game, or just I guess any closing thoughts? So it's
2: interesting you mentioned wheel spins because um, one thing I couldn't figure out while I was like in this review period because <coughs> the, the the microtransaction store was was down. Um, do you know if you can like pay real world real world money to get more of those? It was, like how does that system work?
1: I don't know. Like, I remember gaining more wheel spins the more that I would yeah. do certain things and you get stars. And then that feels like a – it feels like a part of the uh, progression loop when you're in a certain car. Because you – yeah, you uh, get overall one every yeah. level
2: and then one when you're, like, you can level up cars to get them too. But, like, I was, like yeah. – I'm wondering if it's, like – this is a $60, $70 game, right, depending on what version you buy. And it's, like, are they on – I also have people – paying i don't know like five bucks a pop for like these wheel spins when the store goes live and like i don't know i that that, that almost rubbed me the wrong way but i also couldn't be rubbed the wrong way because it's not live yet i have no idea <laughs> right. so it's like but i don't know i don't know would, would you guys feel weird out if they were like charging people money to to pay ahead in that manner or is that just like kind of natural for a game like this
0: I, hmm. I i i i'm not too uh mad at it just because i feel like uh, without spending any money on it i was getting wheel spins thrown at yeah. me like uh you know like just thrown in my face in handfuls like especially like the super wheel spins so it's a part of the game that yeah i could, i could see it if if it was if they were withholding some of that stuff in a in a certain way i would i would feel a certain way about it but i haven't encountered that just yet i um the the i mean i guess to add to this i i'm also excited to you know, once the servers go live and, and all my friends can join in, I'm excited to you know jump back into the Eliminator, which is I think super slept on Ooh, yeah. in a lot of ways. I can't wait to just do a lot of the you know event lab stuff and and just see what people come up with because it's it's one of those things where like once the floodgates open, you're, you're going to start seeing some like really cool stuff like make its way to the top of like you know your feed. So I really can't wait to uh, to to see that and also just you know like we touched upon it before, but. One of the great things about Forza Horizon Five is that like you don't always necessarily need to be flooring it at 200 miles an hour across the map. Sometimes you can like legit just drive around, coast for a bit, and like you know, especially if you're with friends and you're in a convoy, you could just decide, ah, you know, why don't we go hit that mountain and do a little bit of drifting? Why don't we go down here and maybe start a race? Why don't we, you know, there there are so many things that you can do that um I feel like this game really leans into. And as I'm getting more into you know like a set of Corsa mods and. There are servers where you know, people just go to drive. They're, they're not necessarily racing. They're just kind of showing off what they've done to their cars and testing out new tuning setups. Um, this sort of feels like a way more approachable way to do that. That lets me do it on multiple devices. And like like Ka, I think you even mentioned earlier, like even being able to play it on on my phone is like a, a is a concept that I, I honestly didn't even really think about mm-hmm. And <laughs> so we just started talking about it. I was like, oh oh no <laughs> it's gonna become a, a part time job for me yep. now um but uh yeah i guess my last question for y'all before before we head out of here is um looking into the future if you well if you want to put your your sort of if you want to whip out your you know your what are they called the uh crystal ball crystal ball thank you um where would you wanna see horizon the horizon festival go next uh ari maybe i'll i'll ask you first
2: Uh, so I didn't play Forza Horizon 2, but when I was, like, researching it for, for, for this piece, I, I, like, in my head, I was just like, oh, man, the coolest setting for this game would obviously be Monaco, because that is where every single, like, fancy car goes, and they, they went to that region in the world, and they didn't feature Monaco, so, like, it just (laughs) doesn't make any, what, (laughs) like, um, but obviously that would be a repeat of, of something that would already be done before, so, um, you know, I I don't know. I feel like they definitely need to to try to do that somehow just as like an homage to car culture and F1 racing and all that stuff. Um yeah, that would be yeah. Cool. I saw some people online saying that like a future series set in in like northern Japan would be really cool. Um I'd, I agree I agree with that. I think that'd be that'd be awesome.
1: Ka, how about you? I mean, I already took my dang answer. Oh. Jeez, about, about <laughs> Sorry, <Japan. man. laughs> uh my My other version would be like, one, I want them to just do some wacky stuff. Like, I, I you know, I've always loved the fact that, you know, Hot Wheels has been an inclusion, uh, inclusion into the series. Mm-hmm. I want to see them do more Hot Wheels stuff in that way. Um, I'll, I'll give a shout out to the Sawmill Parkway. Uh, you should do something up there because <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty and it's also kind of just like not great to drive on. Um hmm. But but for for me, like, I think, you know, in terms of places that they can go, like, I think they've they've nailed at this point and they've shown that wherever they wind up going, that they will take care for it and they will take care with it. Right. With the with the spaces that they're in. Um, I just I'm just really thinking about this one drive that I did last night where I was I, I don't know how I got there. I don't remember what I did, but I drove through a gorge and there was a train that drove up next to me. And that was one of the most exhilarating, beautiful moments I've had in a Forza game. Like, it just felt real in a lot of oh, different wow. ways. And I was and it was really interesting because I was in that moment, I usually don't drive in first person as you drive behind the car. But at, for some reason, I was driving in first person and seeing the rumble and the sound of the train horns hit right next to me and like kind of looking outside my window uh, in the car and seeing it just blast past me with all these other locales. I was like, man, like, you know, video games in a really dope spot, man. Like we're in a really yeah. good space. Uh so so it, it just it just got me excited for whatever they're gonna do next and, and where they're gonna drop us into the next spot.
0: God, yeah. I mean, I it's funny you mentioned the camera stuff because I, I do find myself switching between cameras and I actually will find, you know, drive in first person, but the the one after the wheel and the hands because I feel like that lets me actually feel like I'm behind the wheel without being distracted by my NPCs hands or whatever in the way. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. It just feels, it, it just really puts me in the experience in a way that like, yeah, you're right. Sometimes I just, I still continue to get like, wow, holy shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I, you know, we're, we're, we're getting, we're getting up there in age. And I, I remember what, what used to impress me in terms of like, you know, 3d graphics. And I, I had mentioned, you know, in the early nineties playing stuff like uh, virtual racing on the Sega Genesis and being like, Holy shit. These are, these are what like, I was like explaining to my parents, like these are called polygons. <laughs> um, so to, you know, to see how far we've come, it, it really, it really is sort of like the pinnacle at the moment for me, at least until Grand Turismo
1: comes out. But um I'm, I'm like, yo, I mean, they did some. They did show some uh, some screenshots. I think the other day, and <sighs> as a person who does not like Gran Turismo because I'm not I'm not good, a good driver, uh, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, what is this gonna look like on my TV? Yeah. Like, how is how gorgeous is this thing gonna look?" Um, <sighs> also, Forza needs to put in somewhere I can I can I can drive for pink slips. Just do that for me. I just want it anyway. Oh
0: yeah, that would be good. That would be good. That'd be good. That'd be good. Um, I can reenact all my favorite Fast and Furious films. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? You almost had me. <laughs> you never I had never your had car. car. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, guys, I re- I seriously appreciate it. Uh, before you wrap up, though, uh, Ari, how can the people find you
2: online? Oh, I am at Kotaku.com. Um, it's a website that likes video games and, and stuff related to video games. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where you find me most days, all days, many hours of the day.
1: Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, Khalif, how about you? Uh, at Khalif Adams on Twitter, at Spawn On Me on Twitter, Spawn On Me Podcast, and the Corner 3 Podcast exclusively on com.
0: Let's go. Honestly, <laughs> highly recommend both both of those podcasts, uh, especially Spawn On Me, too. Like, th- go check them out, podcastnet.work. We got, we got good podcasts, including this very one that you're listening to. Um, so, uh, yeah, thanks, y'all. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, you know, you taking the time to sit down and talk to me about Forza.
2: Oh, the thanks is mine. Thanks for having me on here. And it's uh, good to reconnect after after all these years. So,
1: yeah. oh yeah. Beep beep. Who has the keys to my Jeep? <laughs>
0: All right. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to throw them into our questions channel in the optional Discord. If you're also in the fanbyte Discord, there's a room for questions in there as well. You can also send them over to podcasts at fanbyte.com if you want to just type up an email for us and make sure you put optional in the subject line so I can catch it. Continuing our voicemail tradition, you can also call and leave us a voicemail at 424 426 3799. Again, that's 424 Gamer ZZ so we can hear those lovely voices on the show. yeah, I mean it. I really want to hear from some of y'all, like literally. I want to hear your beautiful voices. Um, Okay, so our first question for the the Forza related segment is, uh, how do you feel about the vision of Mexico presented in Forza Horizon 5? So I kind of talked about this a little bit in my review. And, um, you know, I think overall, I'm really, really impressed with the attention of detail, the attention to detail that Playground Games put in you know their vision of Mexico. Granted, it's obviously a very compacted version of Mexico with all the different biomes so close to one another. But it's still their largest map to date. It's massive, with eleven different biomes. Um, you know all the, the 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 cities that are there, like the beach towns, those like colorful, beautiful cities with like you know roads and tunnels that run run underneath them. There's just so much beautiful like Mexican you know seasoning that's like it's just packed into this game that it's like hard to deny and I honestly love it. I think it's fantastic. I do have a couple gripes though. I mean, one of them is, you know, as as much as they made a big deal about having like, you know, street artists and stuff in there, I would have liked to see a little bit more culture injected in there by way of, I don't know, just a little a little something more there uh, in relation to like even just some of the music and stuff. So the way they the way they approach music in the game is they they basically um included Amongst the other stations, which I think is a pretty cool idea overall. I th- I appreciate that they don't sort of segment it off as its own thing, but I, I, it does make me wish there was an option at least to to hear all that stuff. And I don't know, who knows? I'm, I might just be a big old dumb idiot, and maybe I haven't seen that station. But I didn't see that in the game, so that's one little notch that I would have to 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 add to that my my little complaint, I guess, portion, but. Overall, I think it's fantastic. I think the, the the care that went into it really shows and shines through, and I'm pretty happy with it. I mean, we we've seen obviously other games <laughs> that I you know won't mention again. I mentioned it in the previous section, but uh, tried to take a stab at that and and maybe uh, successfully recreate some of those environmental details and those other things that you know are definitely noticeable because of the the just you know the medium in which it exists, but it is nice to just have a game that's celebrates the cool shit and the and the really fun amazing parts of, of the culture and it de- it definitely shows i mean they 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 work their ass off so it definitely shows uh it's a great bit of you know virtual sightseeing and uh, sort you know vacation for those who can't quite just travel internationally yet, at least responsibly um goose i'm going to say goose or gus uh, from the fanby discord asks what are some tips for a newcomer getting into Forza Horizon 5 so uh wow that's a good question i mean i think for for newcomers the the game is very very accessible off jump i mean i think like you know obviously you don't have to be a pervert like me and and switch to manual shifting with the clutch uh, i think just driving automatic is fine i think um you can tweak the the difficulty settings and and uh part of that it, there's i think there's a that you could really get granular with it and separate like the difficulty of the AI and like how the car behaves, what kind of assists you want. I would say for newcomers, leave all the assists on. Leave your anti brake, I mean your anti-lock brake stuff on. Leave your traction control stuff on. Like that stuff is there to help you, obviously when you know when um, you kind of get into a turn or you obviously lose traction and stuff like that and the way it applies the brakes has actually been also updated according to playground games so i think it really really helps newcomers to at least get a feel for the style of the game um which is basically you know different variations of driving a car around whether it's fast as heck or whether it's not fast as heck maybe you're just like doing really cool stunts or you're doing i don't know drifting and there's a lot to 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 dive into that. I think Forza does a really good job of like letting you decide whatever you want to do Um, to, to build off of like one of Khalif's previous uh, points about needing that sort of, you know, handholding and that sort of, uh, that, that guide throughout the game. I think for those who might want that, it's tough because the game doesn't really offer you that. But I would say one of my major tips would be when you open up the map, make sure you hit that right bumper again and filter out the stuff you don't want to see. Sometimes if you want, if you want to keep it, you know, wide open and, and keep the possibilities endless, just make sure you have new, uh, you know, highlighted and, and activated. So that way you can just see whatever you haven't done on the map. But if you want to just focus on like, you know, maybe you, you really get into the dirt racing side of things and you just want to see dirt races, highlight that one and, and just go, go to town. So, yeah, I would say just just keep in mind that there's no rush to do anything. Just kind of take everything at your own pace. Treat it like you would an actual open world game. You know, I, th- I know open world games are not for everybody, but there really is something to do in this game around every turn and on every horizon. Um, so just kind of follow your heart, follow your nose. Um, Dull focus, aka Chris, uh, asks a couple questions. What stuff, uh, cars, features, etc. would you want put into Forza Horizon 5? Oh, gosh. Okay. So, I mean, I talked a little bit about this in my review as well, but I would love for there, especially for newcomers who might want to take their, you know, their driving game up a bit, uh, I would love for there to be some sort of feedback system or some sort of like, you know, even just a re- report of sorts. I'm not entirely sure. I mean, tutorials would be a lot of work, but... I think the game sort of—it's very accessible. It's—it's it's meant to be like an arcade racer, but the depth and and functionality there to become something deeper is is baked into the game. So I, I wish there was more of an onboard ramp for folks to transition from from being just sort of a more casual player to that that doesn't require you you know, resorting to YouTube or even playing other games to be quite honest. Um, Cause a lot of the information that I've been applying to this on the, the higher difficulty settings has straight up just been because of the hours I poured into Gran Turismo and, you know, uh, a subtle Corsa and F1 2021 and all these other kind of games. So I wish there was a little bit of that stuff more baked into the game. I don't know what that would look like specifically as a feature, but I just wish that that was kind of present. Um, I just wish it wasn't something that like was still lacking. Um, I do find one of the things I have trouble with still with Forza is like once you enter in a tournament or competition, you can't do other races without stopping that progression, which I find kind of annoying. And there are some times where I kind of forget which one I was doing and I have to just, you know, obviously scroll around the... the, the 20 different icons that I think are the right one until I find it. That's still a bit of a, a headache. I think some of the UI stuff still needs a bit bit of refinement. It is an improvement over four, for sure. I think like Khalil said, this might be the best version of this game to date, but there's still, you know, there's still work to do. There's always room for improvement, you know, like as, as great as the game is, there's always more room for improvement. And in terms in terms of cars, I don't think it's in there. At last I checked, but um, if anyone from playground is listening, please, 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 please. You've added the Toyota Supra, the new Toyota Supra into the game. Please add its doofy little brother, the Toyota GR86 in there, because I love that car so much. It's perfect for, it's perfect for drifting. You had the Trueno, which is the 86 for, for fans of, uh, initial D or just drifting. Um, you have it in there. So I'm like, you know, you have an 86 in there, I'll give you that. You got the old 86 in there, but I want to see that JR. I want to see that new GR86 baby. Come on, just give it to me, please. Let me I want the car in real life and I would love to see it in the game. Also, um maybe the new uh 2022 Civic hatchback? Just, you know, just fun little tiny sport cars, you know, little hot hatches and two-door coupes. That's what I want to see. Just just give me more of that. Chris also asks, uh are you also going to miss how wet Forza Horizon 4 was? Um not so much. This game still gets pretty wet when you're in, in some of those jungles. Uh, a lot of a lot of mist, a lot of mud, rivers. Uh, it also rains quite often. Sometimes there'll just be storms that happen, which are really cool. That's, that's the other part of this game that's really interesting is the, the weather patterns that kind of form over time. They haven't really made a huge impact outside of the races that are kind of built with those things baked in sort of as like, you know, set pieces that get triggered. So it is still a very cool thing, though, to experience. Like, You can also, you know, um, change the conditions of tracks that are like predetermined races. So like, you know, for those who played Forza Horizon 4, oh, they were called blueprint, I think blueprint races or blueprint events. It comes back this time as I think event labs. So, uh, you can basically change the conditions of the road. So you can do that by being like, Hey, you know what? It's a little dewy out, or maybe it just rained, or maybe it is raining and, um, it's kind of cool because like some races you'll, you'll start where the you know maybe it's raining, maybe the, maybe it just finished raining, so the, the pavement's wet and over time over throughout the course of the race, the sun starts to come out more and it starts to dry the pavement and, the, and the, your tire's behavior on the track changes a little bit on the track on the road. So that kind of stuff is really cool. You can tell they like improved that over the last game and they're really trying to flex it, which I'm like, yes, do that shit, dropping flex bombs for that at all times. So big, big fan of that. Uh, RJCC asks, what's it like playing the first Forza game with good lighting? <laughs> it's funny because we actually talked about that on the stream earlier today. I'm recording this on Thursday. So, you know, tune in to Fan Turismo, twitch.tv slash fan every Thursday. Um, me and Mike, actually Mike Williams, shout out to Mike. We were talking about how nice the light looks in this game and uh, in one part of the stream which you could probably still find on the VOD so if you go back and it was like in the first I feel like 20 minutes um I was doing donuts and the smoke that kind of you know accumulates and the way the light filters through it is is definitely noticeable like again they're kind of flexing this new hardware these new you know systems they're they're just really turning it up to 11 which uh which I love uh okay we got a few more questions. Zach asks, um, "How does the game's feeling of progression match up against previous games?" That's a that's a good question. I don't feel like there's much change there, to be quite honest with you. Um, the bit that I sort of like struggled with again was was sort of, you know, remembering what competitions or tournaments I had entered into without being like, "Oh, I can't do this because I have to finish this tournament." Um, and there, you know, I guess the, 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 the way the main campaign missions are laid out is actually really clean and really easy to process and, and, um, you know, just navigate by way of like, so if, you know, I think there's like five main buckets to choose from. There's like a main storyline, there's the Baja racing, there's street racing, dirt racing, and I'm missing one They might just be cross country or, or something like that. So th- those are easier to navigate and those give you an idea of what you can Started to come to expect by like matching you with pre-selected cars. So you don't have to worry about doing any of that work. So it gives you a bit more of an idea of like what you should be maybe aiming for. And I do, I, I will say the, at the start of every race, when they show you the cars, the, the the sort of like recommended selection of cars from your pool of cars is nice. Like up top just to give you like, Hey, they kind of nudge you. Like you might want to pick one of these cars for this kind of, for this kind of race. It might be better for you. I just but, but in terms of the progression I I was I'll say like I, I didn't really have too much issue with it for me these games uh I don't really I don't really take that into account for the most part to be quite honest with you outside of like the XP and um it, they do so they do kind of like gate the uh the missions based off of your level so you it, it encourages you to go out there and race and do stunts and drift and do and take part of all take part in all of these activities so the, the sense of progression always felt good. It always felt like there was something to do. It never felt like I was, you know, being forced to do something or like, you know, I felt obligated to, to, to enter certain events or whatever. So it, to me, it felt pretty, pretty decent to be, to be honest. Uh, Grace asks how many herspers them cars got? Uh, a lot turns out a lot, a lot of different variations. <laughs> I have been, uh, I happened having some fun, maybe swapping engines you know, getting real weird out here, getting real freaky, freaky. Um, so I've been having a good time with that, but yeah, I, uh, to be honest with you, I kind of like the sweet spot of like B, A class cars. Like once you start to get into the S class cars, I'm like, oh shit, these better be straight roads. Cause <laughs> it's hard to control those cars, man. And if you slip into the grass or whatever, it's, it's a wrap, it's, it's, it's over. Um, Akash asks, Do cars finally not sound generic? Uh, that is a great question. Um, if, you, if you like look on the YouTube, they have like videos documenting the efforts they went to uh to capture the authentic sounds of like the cars that they that they've been featuring in the game. So like I think they sound great. I didn't really pay attention to them in the last one. I also, when I played the, the bulk of the last one, I was, you know, I guess I was a bit of a car nerd, but I wasn't that into it. But from what I can tell, cars sound great. I mean, I don't I don't know. They sound good to me. Um, and then our last question, Fonk, aka Lewis, asks, this is a real question, not a piss take. How are the NPCs? So this is something that I did touch upon in my review. Um, and I got this question before my review, so I, I get why, you know, maybe, maybe you asked it. But I, I did talk about it a little bit in terms of, like, I do wish that the NPCs had a little bit more flavor, had a little bit of a different presentation. So if you played Forza Horizon 4, You kind of know what to expect they kind of just walk outside of the cars they like look at each other and they're talking over the the you know it almost feels like non-diegetic audio so by that i mean like you know maybe it's them over the phone before them meeting up in person. Cause it doesn't look like they're talking to each other. Sometimes it kind of does like sometimes it for, for, for some of the scenes you'll see like Ramiro who I talked about in my review. Like there's, I remember a very specific shot of like him walking and it's a tracking shot and he's like, Hey, like welcome to Mexico and stuff like that. But I do wish they would have, you know, maybe they could definitely add a little bit more, you know, shties in there to make them, to make those characters pop a bit more. You know what I mean? Like, and not feel as robotic. Um, Cause they all just kind of feel like animatronics and not a great way. And I get that this is a racing car game. So who cares? So why do I care about seeing people? I want to be in my car and I want to tune as much of that stuff out as I can, but still, you know, at least lots of the, at uh, least a lot to be desired. I'll just say that, but, but it's not bad. It's not like super, super noticeable. Well, Alejandro Spang- Spanglish is pretty bad. So, I mean, there's always going to be that issue, I guess. Um, Maybe one day some folks will figure it out but uh I'm not holding my breath all right and real quick for my non gaming pick of the week it's got to be secession if you're not watching secession what are, what are you doing you know what I mean like come on what are we doing here uh secession is again uh, uh this incredible incredible uh I guess drama slash comedy um that features this really, really wealthy um, family that basically is meant to kind of be a, uh, you know, sort of stand in or a representation of, I'm assuming the Murdoch family, like the the Rupert Murdoch and and family, like they own a big media uh, conglomerate. They have all these other different subsidiaries and companies that they, that they control and the sort of mess and fight for power that they all sort of grasp after and I it's funny cuz we actually had um we met up with some friends over the weekend and we met some of their neighbors it was actually kind of nice not going to lie it was uh it was just a nice little fall evening or afternoon into evening in Brooklyn on a rooftop it was nice e- anyway um I got to meet one of their neighbors and we started talking secession naturally. And and one of their neighbors was like, Oh, I can't do it. It's like, there's just such awful people. So there is that part of it where sometimes it's tough to stomach the, how awful these people are, but that's kind of the point of the show. It's, it's, it's meant to be this like really, really dark, you know, uh, humor, humorous take on what these families are like, but it's also like some pretty gripping drama in, in the mix of it. like, you know, it's it's not meant to be this feel good thing. It's like you're, you're supposed to sort of like look at this and, and you know, this is a, a cautionary tale, if anything. But it also just feels like, I don't know, to me, it feels like this sort of medieval like uh, fight for power with all this backstabbing. And it's like Shakespearean as fuck. And like it just it feels more Game of Thrones and Game of Thrones does to be quite honest with you and and uh without all the violence and dragons and shit like that so it's it's really great also all the actors in it are fantastic they really nail their parts and now that they're in there i forget what season they're in exactly i think it was fifth season sixth season i forget yeah, you know i don't remember this shit they um you could tell they're really starting to like understand their characters and and really get comfortable with them and and the writers and and everyone the, the all everyone involved seems like they're they're really understanding you know, the assignment, so to speak. So it's, it's, uh, it's fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. Um, please, please check it out. And if you're watching this too, let's talk about it in the discord because, uh, Lord, I, there are some times I just like, I don't you know, me and my partner are freaking out. And we're like, Oh my God, can you believe that happened? But, uh, yeah, so good. All right. Um, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Honestly, I really appreciate it. Thank you for sticking with me while I'm still solo here. I know, uh, I know, some of y'all might still be bummed that Cam uh, is not on the show yet, but you know, the, uh, we're we're working hard to get Cam back on the show as soon as possible. Hopefully, which should be next week. So, um, stick around, stick with us. Um, thanks for you know tuning in. Either way, if you have any questions and or comments, please send them over to podcastfmbandby We would love to hear from you. You can also send us questions and talk to us in our amazing community on Discord. Final link to the Discord in our show notes, as well as to the Fanbyte Discord, so you can see the larger extended universe that we now belong to. Please be sure to subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. We're also on whatever other podcast catchers are out there. If you could please take a minute, though, to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us spread the word. As always, we're at the optional nyc on Twitter. We're also uh you can find FanByte at FanBite Media. You can find the rest of the podcasts that me and Jordan Mallory produce over at fanbite.com slash podcast or podcastnet.work. And honestly, uh, if y'all want a good podcast, to listen to, I've I've shouted it out before, but we just recently did like a soft relaunch of the show. We're trying some new format things, we're trying some more interactivity with the community and the fanbite discord. So if you like movies and you like checking out new movies that you maybe haven't seen before, new, you know, new to you, maybe not necessarily new in the grand scheme of things like this past week, they just reviewed, um, 1996 striptease with Demi Moore and, uh, Burt Reynolds and Ving Rhames. It's like, it's a, Wonderful, wonderful show. I love it so much. Uh, I, I always really enjoy producing that show and working with Fernanda and Danielle and it's, it's it's one of the highlights of my week, can't front. And if y'all you know, if you you guys want to check it out I would highly recommend it. I would love to see some uh, optional folks in the Discord. I know Charlie's been in there. Shout out to Charlie. So it's been cool to just chop it up about movies and, and just goof off and you know, in, in that channel too we, we, we kind of throw in music videos and other things so yeah, jump in there and, and you know check us out and also if you if you're if you happen to be here from you know other podcasts on the network like thanks for the knowledge and you know other other shows that have might have that might have shouted me out in the in in the past uh welcome welcome uh this is my show i know you might have maybe heard me once or twice here and there but yeah come on in also join the discord great folks in there too in our discord also our pets channel is fire um so yeah be sure to check out our streams over at twitch.tv slash fanbite I also might start picking up streaming again now that Forte is out so make sure you're following me over at twitch.tv slash polymayo it's P-O-L-I-M is in Mario A-Y-O that's also where you can find me on Twitter and keep up with all the amazing writing that we've done also like my review over at fanbite.com so until next time everyone peace
2: Channel F is a video game podcast covering today's hits, yesterday's classics, and everything in between. Join us, the staff of fanbite.com, as we discuss what we're playing, dig up weird finds at thrift stores, and take your questions. We guarantee that listening to Channel F will make you smarter, stronger,
1: and more successful. Proven, not guaranteed. Listening to Channel F may cause jokerification.